bullshit, it's all just um gay politics. America's gotten kind of whack, but we're not gonna let it go down like that, cause we got a dumb gay podcast, a dumb gay political podcast. We probably don't have all the facts, but we got opinions and we'll probably backtrack. That's why it's a dumb gay podcast, a dumb gay political podcast. Ooh, it's all shit, it's all shit. It's all shit. It's all shit. I mean, are we gonna die? I don't know. I, I, you're extreme. I am extreme. It's all shit. Uh uh. This shit is bananas. B A A A A A S. This shit is Trumpanas. T R U M P A N A N A S. What? I don't know. I don't even know. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Dumb Gay Politics. I'm Julie. And I'm Brandy. And this is the podcast where we talk about the week in politics like we're talking about an episode of The Real Housewives. If The Real Housewives came on at 6 a.m. Oh, it's real dumb. <laughs> real dumb. It is real dumb. It's real early. Real dumb. You know what? This is the first time, could be the first time in the history of this show, which uh-huh. is coming up on a year anniversary. Weird. That we are recording it the same day it will air. Oh, interesting. We're up very early mm-hmm. to record because uh, we recorded last night, didn't record, and I had no energy. <laughs> so we decided the that we were doing it The first step is admitting it. <laughs> oh, I've admitted it. What's fun is having to admit it 5,000 times. And get ready for 5,000 more. <laughs> that's, uh, that's like, um, is that, is that an only child thing or is that a, what is, what is that's that? me making that noise. I see. Um, it's probably just a bitchy thing. It's probably both. I don't know. It, I'm going to make you well, keep we can admitting analyze it, it until later. your defensiveness is gone. Until It'll never go away. <laughs> oh, well then, I guess we'll just keep it. <laughs> It'll r- never, ever circle, go away. The cycle of, ever. of Yeah, I'm of defensive and, and you uh, have to be right. Yeah, it's not even that you're wrong. It's like I've already said you're right. But yeah, that's no. but the, b- the barraging, you, the berating to, is, is what I'm like. Yeah, I'm defensive. <laughs> <laughs> I do believe it. It's the berating that I, that I rebel against and can't stand. So, okay. So today is election day. And it's a uh, one year ago today we were in. Imagine a Facebook post that says one year ago today, my best friend and I started a show. I couldn't have done it without her. Here we are. What, you know what town I mean? were we in? What? When, when he got elected, Donald Trump, we were in like Mexico. We were in. Um, Ixtapa? Yes. So we. No. Yes. OK. So basically, this is the day that we didn't know. We still thought. <laughs> he was that was so elected. the day that's so fucking funny the day the night before i had done stand up and literally was like we're doing it ladies <laughs> hillary clinton glass ceiling it was all lesbians together feeling themselves feeling great feeling amazing thinking we're about to all be together in a in a resort drinking and partying for the arrival of the first lady president and then wah, wah. we were still even drunk today cut to like 12 hours or however much later um, we were just drunk w- well into the election, still thinking. We were like in the dining hall where people were sitting there glued to the TVs. We weren't even glued to the TVs. No. And yet, and then... And, and then, then we, there was a party, uh, and then they had where you... they were uh, There was a whole thing where it was like, who can name a drink after Hillary? We're going to serve it tonight. And then Brandy came up with the Hillarita, 
Because we were in Mexico, so it was like a take on the margarita. So they made like a thousand of them. They were all on trays. Like you're at a, you know, you're at a at a party where you just won something. Yep. And then there were all these TVs. And then it was like Trump takes Ohio, Trump takes Florida, and and then as the night went on, women like were crying and yeah. leaving the party. And one lady comedian came up to me and was like, "You said this wouldn't happen, Julie. Isn't that what she said? <laughs> yeah, because you the said night it before. wouldn't happen." And I was like, well, this is my fucking fault. And then. <laughs> um, but not having energy it. is your fault. <laughs> <laughs> so then you guys, Ugh. even Meow Meow was, wow. I think, might have cried a little bit. I did next, in the morning. Yeah, the next so the next day. The this would be tomorrow for all of you keeping track. <laughs> it's funny, it comes you, into a full circle yeah. situation. So she, yeah. so she sat at the end of the bed and she was so upset. and she was Her feelings were so hurt. And it was. Um, and basically, I we had already reached out to Britain about the podcast, but Embassy Row does TV shows and they're like real and they're busy and they like do actual things. So po- doing podcasts isn't like they're not, you know, waiting for the phone to ring. It's not a, podcast. a development team yeah. waiting around for like, <laughs> what next podcast are we going to do here at Embassy Row? Huh? So, you know, she was she had been into it, but she just wasn't, you know, whatever. So after after the shit went down. In the morning, I just said, what can we do? What can we do? How can I make Meow Meow feel better? And she's upset and she's powerless and she's cried. And she was really, I mean, she was sad. It was sad. It was. Well, it was sad. And I get, you know, everyone was sad for different reasons. But I, yeah, well, we still, I still can't believe it. I mean, I'm, but yeah, it was unbelievable. So then I emailed Britain. Ugh. We continued drinking. We went to the airport. We flew out the next day and Britain got back to us while we were sitting at the airport and was like, yes, let's rock. And so this is basically the year anniversary like of the the know, inception of dumb gay politics. <laughs> and you're all welcome. Yeah, I'm sure they're like, fuck being the year of Donald Trump. <laughs> really, the anniversary is happy anniversary to you. Happy Mania. anniversary to you. Let's cheers our cough. Okay. Not many times I drink coffee during the show. Here. It's not like a sound one. God, that clinking. Oh, here's the sound of drinking coffee in the morning. We have view mugs. We could be drinking out of the view mugs. Oh, (laughs) couldn't we? It's so chilly. I have to use both hands around my mug. We could. We have the view mugs from like 2009, <laughs> and they're like burgundy, and it's the it's the, the fall, it's, it's the, the fall yeah. one, and they're like swinging on swings with leaves mm-hmm. blowing, and it's whoopee. Mm-hmm. It's the old cast, Joy, Barbara, Elizabeth, Elizabeth, the perfect old cast. God, yeah. I miss Elizabeth Hasselbeck. And then she left Fox too, I think. Yeah, she needs to raise her. Yeah, she's grow like, her I children. have to grow my children and praise Jesus every day. Oh, boo, you know what? Boo, 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 Jesus. Um. We're doing a live show. We're doing a live show November 14th in at the Hollywood Improv Laboratory. <laughs> uh, it's at 7.30 p.m. That's in L.A. November 14th. I mean, you know, listen, we're almost half sold out. So you're going to want to get your tickets online now so that you don't have to go to the door and pray that, you you know, you're let in. We're going to have Lauren Savon is our guest. Yeah, we don't know. Lauren is hosting a huge march in L.A. like a couple days before the podcast. About right. sexual harassment in the workplace. Right. And that bitch could just go ham and make an announcement like doing a live podcast. She and could. you know what? No one can get in. No one can get in. So. It's a line around the corner. And it's just going to be like, <laughs> it's going to be people coming in being like, me too. Hashtag me too. And we're just going to do it. We're going to get. And I'm going to go the- hashtag. I'm not there. I quit. <laughs> I cancel. I'm going to do hashtag try it. 
<laughs> That's what I'd like to do. Try hashtag, me. Me try, too. Try me. Yeah, try me. Try <laughs> me. Hashtag lucky. try me. Give it a shot. Hashtag give it a shot. <laughs> do see what happens. Hashtag see what happens. Oh, I wish that had ha- somebody would try it with me, but they don't. I know. I think with semantics on that, I think you've definitely been. I've seen it. Well, I've been. I've obviously, we've all, we've all been um, privy or part of a man's. Yeah despicable entitlement on yeah. you however uh sexually harassing no maybe doing some gay i'm probably more sexually harassed by lesbians fine that still counts even yeah. though you don't think it does in, in the workplace anyone who's just pa- shady over you, you yeah. yeah it's like you don't need that in the workplace like get out of here but I know, the, the, the moment sighing. though to only to be able to you know my dream just to have my dream to have a vigilante moment, you know? Yeah. Someday. 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 You'll be able to do all of your dreams. All of your dreams will come true. I have to lift this <laughs> up. Will. I don't need to hear from anyone. I have to adjust the mic. Fuck off, everyone. Mm. Um, okay, so is that all it was on the agenda to talk about at the top? Well, didn't... Uh, well, don't forget we have a Patreon podcast. Oh, we still got to record that motherfucker too. Um, so come to the live show. Get your tickets now. I'm not canceling. Lauren didn't cancel. I thought she would. She didn't. Until Lauren cancels, we will be doing the show. Right. So. And Lauren's into it. So shockingly, she's going to tell us all about Harvey Weinstein jizzing uh, into a potted plant. Wow. It's going to be jizz, jizz, jizz. Jizzy yeah. questions. Jizzy night. <laughs> got jizzy questions. Jizzy. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And she, if you don't know who she is, she was on um, Fox. Was it Fox Live? What was it called? She, uh, she was on like she's a journalist, in, um, a reporter. She was a reporter in New York, then she was a reporter here in LA. So, unless you're on the coast, but I mean, these are hard markets and big. So, I'm yeah. she might be on some like Fox Sports kind of things. But she was on that Fox show here that we got to be on, and it was just like, oh damn, with that uh, Bob DeCastro or yeah. whatever his name was. But and... people have seen her on you yes, know, national things. shows yeah. because of this Harvey Weinstein thing. She's right. one of the main people. So, so it's going to be very exciting, in depth, and. We recorded this last night. It didn't record. As we said, we were very exhausted. I Airbnb my house for the month. So I'm staying with Meow Meow in the drug den. If you want to hear all about that, go to our Patreon uh, podcast, um, which is an hour every week, not politics, for $1 a week. Um, and you can pay $1 a month if you want. You yeah. can set a cap and yep. you can just hear one podcast a month. You can. But if you or you want to hear two podcasts a month, play $2. What's the next number? Three. Good girl. And how many podcasts will that be? That would be three. Okay, good. That's how it works, y'all. So go patreon.com slash dumbgaypolitics. Sign on up. We're going to talk about Airbnb. We're going to talk about fighting. We're going to talk about drug den. We're going to talk about, I'm going to talk about two things that you don't know about. Ooh, you're only allowed to talk about one. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so let's get to Eye of the Shitstorm. You take some shit. Put it up on the wall, check it out for a while. You take that shit up off of the wall, put it down on the floor in a glass bowl. You take some fuck, put it up on the wall where the shit used to be. All right. So this week, the eye of the shitstorm is pretty much the same as it would have been last week. But since we did our Halloween Evergreen episode last week, we didn't get to cover this. But as shitstorms usually do, this one lasted a while. And God knows when I have a shitstorm, I could sit there for an hour. So this week, the I did last night when I said, where are you? Or was that get what was that? Was that last night when I lost you? Yeah, that was last night. And I was like, where'd you go? I was like, I was on the toilet. And I said, I saw the doors closed, but I yelled in there and you didn't hear me. Because I'm deaf. (laughs) So this week, the eye of the shitstorm is 
Hello. Oh, hello. Who is it? It's Russia and the indictments. It's the Russia indictments. Everyone's so excited about the indictments. Okay, so Robert Mueller, aka Bob Mueller, who is the head of the federal investigation, Mueller. looking into whether or not the Trump campaign colluded with Russia to influence the election. Last week, Bob Mueller brought up charges against not one, not two, but three people in connection with the federal probe. Right. Probe. <laughs> federal anal probe. Federal anal probe. And you know what? They all deserve a federal anal probe. Uh, okay. So the, all right. So the foreign policy advisor, George Papadopoulos, pled guilty. And what's amazing is we don't, we've, no one's even heard of half these people until they're all up for uh, charges. Right. You know what I mean? We wouldn't know who George Papadopoulos is. No. Not now, but now we do. We know everyone in the Trump administration because they're all getting arrested and or quitting because they all suck. Oh, anyway, George Papadopoulos pled guilty to charges or perjury. Charges and, of. Sorry, charges of perjury in which he lied under oath about his contacts with Russia. And Trump's former campaign manager, Paul Manafort, a.k.a. Frankenstein, and his business partner and former aide Rick Gates have been placed on house arrest for charges of money laundering. House arrest. I'm sure they're really feeling that word. Well, they were they had Paul Manafort like they showed him like just smiling, just happy. He was just like, do going to house arrest. Yeah. Let me go in my mansion. This sounds terrible. You know what? I live on house arrest and I'm not even under house arrest. Um. So now they're saying in the next couple of days, though, and this is what's up. This is why recording today is the move. They're saying in the next couple of days, it's on, honey. Michael Flynn and oh. his old cracked out conspiracy theorist <laughs> idiot son are they're going down next. Like, I mean, like in the next couple of days, they're going to go to jail. I think that should be great. And they will be the actual first people who uh-uh. are work in the Trump campaign. Right. These other people didn't actually. Paul Manafort well, stopped. Right. And also they're getting Paul Manafort and that guy Rick Gates on not on Russia stuff. So it's sort of like the money laundering. That's fine. And who isn't shocked by it? But literally Terry least- Schiavo knows those motherfuckers are money laundering, <laughs> yeah. including Donald Trump. Well, that's yeah, why it's so annoying. It's like they're going to end up getting Donald. Trump. That's why we didn't care when everyone was saying happy indictment day. Oh, God. You, right? right. There was all that. Yeah, right. And this last on Halloween when this happened. People were going around being like, happy indictment day. It's Mueller time. And it's like, just relax, everyone. <laughs> just, you know what? It'll be in happy indictment day when Trump gets arrested, when Mike Pence gets arrested, when somebody goes to jail for actual Russia. You want to do some? I mean, it's just like all this other shit. It's like the, like, um, these half-assed bullshit, ambiguous attempts to show and prove that you're doing something like, OK, the money laundering. Well, then arrest 80 percent of or the rest of the 100 percent of them that are doing money laundering. Right. The same as fucking we're oh Kevin Spacey. You can't be on Netflix anymore. It's like, OK, well, what are you going to do with all the other men? Are you going <laughs> to yeah. do anything else? I love that. That's the that's the parallel you're drawing there. <laughs> I mean, does can't people put the, the dots together? Look well, around you, people. That's the Look reason around that Trump you. Doesn't want to give his taxes is because he's tax evading all day long and all night long, and he's shell companying all day long and all night long. Oh yeah, and it's like, and that's the reason he's scared of this whole probe, anal probe, because he's like, oh God forbid they get a hold of my fucking shit, because I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be getting arrested like John Gotti and you know, all and them. Jared Kushner and Don Jr. and Eric and I mean they're all doing oh, it. Eric and his fake cancer. Or ch- oh, child, the co- yeah, the, the his, organization. Yeah, his foundation. It's yeah. like, he really cares about child pediatric, cancer. you know, like, I don't mm-hmm. know if it was cancer. It was like, might have been 
It's child pediatric hunting large animals. <laughs> Why don't you fuck off, Eric Trump? All right, so God, this podcast. Sorry, we Mom. Should, we should have kept the one last night. Okay, so <laughs> investigators are asking two basic questions, okay? All right. This is the anal probe. Okay. Did Trump's presidential... I hope to God Phyllis isn't listening. She's not, is she? <sighs> I don't know. Okay. What, what do you think? Um, It's possible that, like, maybe not this week, but in two weeks she <laughs> might be listening. Okay. You know, when she's working out and she's on her so elliptical gonna, machine she gonna going, start like, working God out damn it, Julie. <laughs> Why are you saying that? The body again? is tight, Phyllis. That's why, because you work out. <laughs> I'm okay. sorry I keep swearing. Go ahead. Oh, now I have another thing to be self-conscious about. <laughs> okay, so investigators are asking two basic questions. Did Trump's presidential campaign collude at any level with Russian operatives to sway the 2016 presidential election? And have Trump or any of his cronies broken the law to throw investigators off the trail, which would be obstruction of justice? All right. So mm -hmm. in the deal with colluding with Russia, okay? Uh -huh. This is just... This I is just, I wonder what the answer to those questions are. This is what we know Ooh. so far. Okay, guys? We're going to listen to a little clip. We now know as a result of the guilty plea by Trump campaign foreign policy advisor George Papadopoulos that the Russians approached the Trump campaign as early as April of 2016 to inform them that they were in possession of dirt on Hillary Clinton in the form of thousands of stolen emails. The Trump campaign was informed of Russia's involvement with the stolen emails even before our country was aware of it. The uppermost levels of the Trump campaign were also informed that the Russians had dirt on Clinton. It was offered to the campaign in what was described as part of the Putin government's effort to help Mr. Trump. The president's son said that he would love the assistance and suggested that the best timing would be in the late summer. What is clear is this. The Kremlin repeatedly told the campaign it had dirt on Clinton and offered to help it, and at least one top Trump official, the president's own son, accepted. Ding, 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 dong, ding. Ding, dong, the answer is guilty to all charges. <laughs> the answer is how many fucking things of I mean, colluding with Russia? I mean... What 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 more does a judge or a jury or people need to know? I honestly just don't get it. You know what I think? I really think this is just coming to me now, and I didn't say this last night, so this is the first new piece of information that's not regurgitated besides that little burp. Okay. Um, I think that maybe what they want to know is that the Trump campaign, whether they paid for or ordered or were complicit and involved in the, the Facebook, Twitter, social media blasts. Yeah. Because that was the real... <clears throat> Excuse <clears throat> me. <clears throat> yeah. Because that was the real way that they fucked with the election, period. It wasn't by laundering money no, and all right. the shady, nefarious business deals, right. which went on and on and on. What they really did was break into our social media, use it against us, and to all the basic bitches out there, I'm excluding myself. <laughs> and what they want to find out is that Jared Kushner and, you know, his weird waxen face went and was whether somebody, like I said, called up on the phone and said, hi, I'd like to place an order for two million um, Facebook accounts to be hacked and or whatever the hell that they were involved in that. I think right. that's what they're looking for. I guess they wouldn't be able to have any evidence of like. You know, with all the Russia business dealings or whatever, if they had some kind of evidence to show, like, if you do this for me, we'll do that for you. But that, how would they ever get evidence for that? Oh, that, do you that's going mean? to be a verbal. Because mm -hmm. So that would never be able to be found. Because you know that's part of the problem, too. 
Yes, like threats and promises yeah, and extorting oh, if we can, verbal if extortion. I, right, and if I can make this Trump hotel in Moscow, we'll make sure to get those sanctions lifted. Yeah. Kind, kind of deal. Mm-hmm. So you know that happened because since every single member of the Trump administration met with and or has a deal with someone in Russia. Yeah. I mean. Also, we know that, that Putin hated Hillary Clinton. Because, and Putin hated Hillary, yeah. Because she went over there. She said the whole election was rigged when she right. was secretary of state. And he was had it for her for that yep. since then. Yep. Um, so quickly, basically people think that Bob Mueller wanted to make an example of George Papadopoulos because so George Papadopoulos, um, like volunteered himself. Right. He, he, speaking of volunteers, he was just a volunteer. Right. So they was, I mean, that's not even that exciting because it was so easy for them to distance themselves from him, even though they were like, we don't know. He's and old Sarah Huckabee Sanders. Like he. I, I said it before and I'll say it again. He's a volunteer. <laughs> no one knew who he was. Next. <laughs> exactly. And she said, Hello, George. No. <laughs> Hang up. <laughs> Click. We don't know who no Papadopoulos is. What is that? A bread? No. Meanwhile, they show they show a pic, this famous picture of like him with Sessions with Trump sitting around a table. So basically, Trump um, tweeted, few people knew the young, low-level volunteer named George, who's already proven to be a liar. Um... He said 500 times what an impeccable, perfect memory he has, yet he can't recall <laughs> ever meeting the guy. And then there's this f- picture of them sitting around a table. And so there's people think that um, Bob Mueller is making an example of him. Like, if you cooperate with us, we won't give you a, a heavy sentence. But if you want to obstruct justice and stay, you know, in the shadows, mm-hmm. we're going to come for you. And people even think that kid wore a wire. I'm calling him a kid, but he looked at least my age, which is 100. Basically, Sessions, Jeff Sessions, who's the attorney general um, with George Papadopoulos, that's when Jeff Sessions began his long months of lying where he couldn't remember <laughs> ever hearing or talking or being. The word Russia would never even have. The word Russia would never even have come up. I don't even know what you're talking about. Nobody talked about Russia. There ain't no Russian things. I got no Russian ties. I no Jesus. And then, well, oh, guess what? <laughs> Nothing but mentions of should we deal with Russia? Putin wants Trump. Let's go call them. There They've was got the meeting. So they're all at the meeting and they're talking about all that shit about getting the they could get the dirt on Hillary. And then Jeff turns out that Jeff Sessions was actually the one to say, like, we can't do that. We can't do that. That's like illegal and stuff. Well, yeah, I don't think he said that. He or just we said, just can't do it. He, no, he just said, no, we're not going to do it. Yeah. And everyone here at this meeting, don't ever mention this ever <laughs> right, again. Right. Then right. when they ca- came up in the hearings, did anyone suggest dealing with Russia? He's like, nope, no, nope, don't remember right. any of that. And, and then it, so then Al Franken sends him a letter and says, because also we know he lied about he had two meetings with right with, with Russia Ugh. himself. Um, he's and so. Al Franken said, this is another example and an alarming pattern in which you, the nation's top law enforcement officer, apparently failed to tell the truth under oath about the Trump team's contacts with agents of Russia, a hostile foreign power that interfered in the 2016 election. Ding. I mean, <laughs> I mean yeah, they're, they're uh, they are clearly now we might not ever know the extent. We might not ever know the extent of. What exactly is going on? Like, what exactly is going on? But we know the long con is slightly being revealed, and they all are a part of it. What was it again? Every I one forgot. of them. Well, it's po- was it possible that it was part of the social media shit, and then that was has been going on for years, and then mm. also no, the end game we found out. Well, the, the end game is to disrupt the economy of America, I would assume, and then for Russia to become the number one superpower on the planet. 
So to wrap up, NBC reported that here's who Mueller is got his eagle eye on for the neck for the in the anal probe. Okay. Here's who's next to get their anals probed. <laughs> yeah. Carter Page. That oh, my God. Uh huh. Jared Kushner. Good. Ivanka Trump's husband, the president's yep. son-in-law. That beautiful lady. S- yes. Senior White House <laughs> advisor, waxen lady. Uh huh. And the president's own son, Don uh, Jr. The hunter himself. And that's who that's who Trump's really scared about. Yeah, well, he should be. He's like, fuck you, Jared Kushner. It's yeah. all about Don Jr. now. Yeah. It's all about Carter Page and his juicy mouth. Take a look, everyone. All right. So that was a very Russian-y shitstorm. Let's keep it going through our next segment, The Dossier. The Dossier. The president has a sex tape. time for an update on the Dossie. Hey! I really pleased <laughs> myself with that. The Dossie, yay! Um, so now we're going to c- continue. I wish we had a song that was like, hey, instead of the other song. Yeah, hey, hey, Dossie, yay, what are you doing? <laughs> I imagine it like an up with people type of thing. <clears throat> All right. Up with people. We talked about it before, but for those of you who don't know, the Dossier is a 35-page notebook of memos Written by a British spy named Christopher Steele. Christa, who are you? Who are you, sir? Steele. He was hired to conduct Steele. opposition research, in quotes, against Trump during the election, which would prove that he had ties to Russia. This is the... I love the dossier. And I love Christopher Steele. And I love that this is like 007. <laughs> and I love that this is like Mission Impossible. This is like a delight. This is... It should be called the delight. Is what <laughs> the it delightful be. dossier. I love it. Like the fact that this guy went and did that and now there's a thing that with written memo. I mean, it's just so good. Uh, Now, the memos allege a multifaceted conspiracy between the Trump campaign and the Russian government to help Trump defeat Clinton. The memos also detail unsubstantiated accounts of encounters. Accounts of encounters? Cool. Accounts of encounters (laughs) between Trump and Russian prostitutes. You might remember the delightful story of Trump allegedly paying prostitutes to pee a.k.a. urinate on the bed where the Obama slept in a Russian hotel. Uh, it's also real estate deals and that were intended as bribes, which is what we were talking about before, possibly uh, among other nefarious and shady claims about Trump's businesses. So, I mean, exactly. So last week, though, some new information came to light about the delightful Dossie Hay, <laughs> and it's about who paid for it and exactly how long everyone knew about it basically someone in the republican party who was competing against trump in the primary hired a firm to dredge up some dirt on trump so they could get him out of the race so far they've all denied it of course they've all denied it but the rumors are pointing within the republican party to one of our favorites of all time ted cruz (laughs) the little weasel right you know he looks like a um a possum I don't know if they're super, super aggressive or mean, but they act like it. And they're, they're, they have very well, they, long no, they nails. They play possum. So they play it off like they're dead because they're pussies at heart. Yeah, but then I... Then they scratch you. Yeah, they'll <laughs> they'll like do like a... <laughs> like they're not like raccoons who aren't going to be like... <laughs> you know what I mean? They're more... 
they're yeah, yeah they act meaner. Possum, so I think you're dead. And then I simply try and walk by, and you scratch and attack my feet and ankles. Exactly. And, and they just oof, well, so basically, like Ted Cruz. They think he was backed by Robert Mercer, who's this famous billionaire, and um. He's this big billionaire who gives all this money to like fucking all these Republican causes. And basically he backed Ted Cruz. Now, uh, OK, people think that it was it was Ted Cruz and his super PAC, which was headed by Kellyanne Conway. Oh, who? Oh, that's right. She was. That's right. That's right. Yeah. That's who right. commissioned this dossier to be done for opposition research. So they wanted at that time to get Donald Trump the fuck out of the race. And, the, and Ted Cruz was backed by the biggest, you know, billionaire. So now no one's admitting to doing it, whether it's because of colluding with Russia. But what I think is that Ted Cruz and them aren't going to admit it or none of people with him because now Kellyanne Conway and the Mercers are with Trump. Of course they are. And Ted Cruz tried to get with Trump, too. Yeah. So they're not going to admit that it was them. And certainly. So they're not admitting it. But people really, really think it was Ted Cruz and the Mercers for sure. Oh, and then that'd be so good. The other one is Jeb Bush, because Jeb Bush is obviously rich and he had a bunch of super PACs behind him as well. But he's but also George Bush senior, who's Jeb Bush's dad. Yeah, was a fucking former head of the CIA. So that guy knows how to get a British spy oh, on the true. line. That's true. And thinks like that. He's, right, he's shade like, queen of the call century. Christopher Steele on the phone. <laughs> yeah. Before I get before he gets caught trying to sexually harass everyone in sight with Harvey Weinstein. Oh, I mean, wow. <laughs> and he's like, sometimes when there's a lady there and I'm at I'm at tit height and I'm in my wheelchair at butt I, height, I just got to grab her ass and grab I got to grab ass. her tit. Yeah. I mean, make a are funny you joke. Fucking kidding like, me. Creeper. Get out of here. Like for a minute, I was like, oh, he's in a wheelchair and he's not. He's fine. The Ew, bushes. he was the worst. No, I didn't know there was any sexual things with him. And then that came up that he did that and was just like, what? It's funny. And it, they're at, and I'm like, I no. hope the only you had Bush, died the only Bush I in like a horrible is, accident. Is George Bush And I'm not fucking Jr. kidding. I like George Bush Jr. I don't care. Yeah, of course. Just as a person. Like yeah. as a guy. Well, I can't yeah. explain it. Like just as a person. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but the I Obamas hate, love him. I hated George Bush Sr. though. Always. He looks like a scary robot. He's a scary head of CIA. You look weird. You're going to be weird. He's fucking gross. I didn't know he was a groper, obviously, but no, I'm not surprised. Of course not. I didn't know that either. And then I found that I was like, oh, I need you to get fuck your your nurse care needs to push you down a flight of stairs. <laughs> you fuck your elder care. Fuck him. <laughs> I hope he li- I can't asses. I can have I can. I mean, I'm judgmental and like opinion and stuff, but like mm-hmm. I can be forgiving. That's fine. I never liked him. Really? I never liked him. <laughs> but when somebody gets old and they're in a wheelchair, you're like, all right. I mean, just uh. go live. But then the groping. No, now you have to die. Now I hope you die. I like hope that for all pa- gropers, by the way. OK. So, yeah. So basically, then what they say is that after Jeb and or Ted Cruz or whoever commissioned the shit gets loses and now trump is the candidate oh, right. they then at that point stop funding the the dossier the com- right it's com- been done the work's done well, and mission the, completed well, well, no uh, not completed because those people didn't get the that trump didn't get out well right so they're but like we're not going to continue paying right so what they did was they go and take it to Hil- the hillary clinton and the dnc mm. and they're like do you guys want to keep paying for this because we're done paying and they're mm. like sure we'll keep paying <laughs> so that's when hillary clinton and the democratic national committee or whatever mm-hmm. picks it up and mm-hmm. they start paying for it but it wasn't originally commissioned by them 
And so they don't care. They're like, bitch, we got that way later. That's a Republican thing. We don't care. We're not sorry about it. So, but that's what's weird is because Brad told us on the, when he did the podcast, Brad yeah. locally, he told us that Obama had known about that dossier since like, you know, early 2016 right. and everyone did. Right. Like everyone had knew about it mm -hmm. and nobody said anything. And so the question is like, why? why a, why don't we know what Republican commission did and B, why didn't the Democrats use it to their advantage? Do you think it's not true? Well, I think they well, I'm going to assume they they didn't use it because there was shit about them, too. Or they didn't Why use it because that might have been considered colluding with Russia. Yeah, maybe that could be. You know what I mean? But they could have leaked it. They could have had it leaked. They could have had it. You know, right. Someone it only, it just only in an anonymous. After he was fucking. Elected. Yeah. So why? Because, you know, that you can they can d pull plenty of strings to have that shit not connected. It with literally them. leaked. So like he wasn't even. um inaugurated yet it leaked on like the seventh <sighs> or maybe not even maybe it was even december because and i certainly don't know why obama wouldn't have helped i mean i don't i don't know obama was just like i'm washing my hands of this shit that's on you guys but i mean use it he used everything they, he used I don't those know. emails he never stopped using the fucking emails. he still hasn't stopped dick ass james comey and all of them and it's like you couldn't leak that crap the democrats just, at least yeah you know? they didn't use anything pathetic it's 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 it is pathetic that's just, what the dossier there yeah, i'm gonna start a dossier on the democrats yeah call, called pathetic yeah totally just people are saying they're dysfunctional it's, it's like you were dysfunctional you couldn't get it done even with that yeah even with the billy bush thing with everything are you kidding me you let donald trump become president can't believe and it. it's like it's not even Still. about like the hookers mm -hmm. and the pissing on the bed or any of that because they're not even really able to prove any of that crap's right. true what the thing is is that all that business stuff like with the paradise papers it's all about his shell companies and right. the money laundering and tax evading and really nefarious like business dealings and it's that's all shaping up to be very very like true, true. And, and it's a pathway right. to leading to lots of shady stuff you didn't fucking handle that or at least have i mean i don't even know but it's like yeah that's what i'm right. saying they could have completely had it and had a julian assange type character come out yeah and put it on buzzfeed or it went on buzzfeed That's or who whatever got sued. yeah uh, but you know too what late, i mean but much too late if yeah. buzzfeed's gonna get sued anyways you might as well do it before the election yeah like that I, I well even though this has been douchey uh, let's get to oh. douche capades oh. one thing i think i know show is that my name is douche segment is called douche capades and it's pretty self-explanatory <laughs> this week the douche capades are over a month old like everything else in this podcast but i was so bummed that i never got to talk about tom price the head pull smoker of the health and human services who got fired for big pimping on private jets with taxpayer money honey by pull smoking if you mean licking vaginas then that's true that's <laughs> me i love vaginas and boobs and stuff Mm -hmm. uh, women are so very sexy to me. Yes. Well, although Treasury Secretary uh, the Steve Mnuchin, the other these two, Tom Price and Steve Mnuchin should like do a like a ghoul house where it's Seriously. like, welcome to my house. I'm Steve Mnuchin and I'm Tom Price. Together, we're ghouls. <laughs> um, they are. They were, uh, Steve Mnuchin was caught a couple times as well. Uh, no one was flying private like our girl Tom Price. He used a private jet over 
two dozen times in four months. <laughs> That's over 24 times in two months, four months. That's insane. And when he got caught uh, and called out, that motherfucker had the audacity to say he was going to reimburse the government for the cost of his seat. Here's a clip. You put a statement out late this afternoon mm -hmm. in which you say you apologize for it and you say you're going to write a check. Well, I think what the, the important point here is that uh, all of these trips uh, were official business. All of them were within budget. All of them were approved by the normal processes that every other administration has gone through prior to the trip, not after. Uh, but we've heard the concerns. I've heard the concerns. I've heard the criticisms. And, uh, and in, in order to make certain that people appreciate that, that my respect for the taxpayer is as strong as it can be and always has been in my 40-year uh, uh, career, uh, uh, we think it's important to do a number of things. One is to say uh, there will be no uh, private air charters uh, at, at HHS, HHS going forward. A second is to uh, cooperate fully, obviously, with the Inspector General. Uh, there's a review going on, and then I called for a, a, an internal review within the department itself. And then finally, to pay for my portion of, of those trips. Uh, this, is, uh, this is unprecedented, uh, never been for, done uh, to our understanding before by a, a secretary in spite of the fact that, that previous administrations have had secretaries that, uh, that flew uh, an awful lot. You know, um, it's actually unprecedented. <laughs> um, it's unprecedented that a, a secretary of any kind in the administration would uh, pay any for anything. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to pay um, the cost of a business seat as it would be on a United flight. I mean, like, so that's going to be about three grand. Which will pay, well, which will pay a nice chunk I of mean, that four hundred grand. Yeah, exactly. A four, so literally, it was four hundred thousand dollars that those jets cost. Well, you know, a lot of secretaries. You know what? People forget that in the in the Obama administration, they flew a lot on a lot of planes. <laughs> all so, the secretaries. All the secretaries. They all, all they had the secretary secretaries. flights. They would go on these flights, and I was like, I need my own plane, a private jet, because I have to go to a health and human penis. Uh, I mean, health and human. Uh, secretary conference. Yep, girl had to fly in style. He was not playing. He was like really, even though Steve Mnuchin did it, who's completely rich, mm -hmm. and even though Betsy DeVos does it on her own dime because she's completely rich. She's like the richest of them all. Yeah, it was like, there goes Tom Price having to fly every other fucking day on a private yeah. jet, even with, I'm sure his wife wasn't on there with his, His wife know. was definitely not on there. <laughs> I, I think mean, we know that's for sure. He was like, he was thrilled. He's like, um, Ruth, I don't know if that's his wife's name. Ruth, I imagine it's Ruth. I'm going on a business trip again. Oh, I wish I didn't have to leave you, my beautiful wife. <laughs> I wish I didn't have to leave you, but I have to go on a private chat to a Mykonos. <laughs> exactly. 40 times uh, this <laughs> There's a month. lot of health problems there. There's a lot of health problems, so I have to go fix those problems. Well, it was okay. completely embarrassing for the administration. I mean, what hasn't been? And Trump was irate and fired his ass in September, which is great because meow, meow. And when I say this, I mean it very, very heavily. Hated his motherfucking guts. Oh, he's a despicable piece of shit. Now, that's fine. Be closeted all day long. I'll go ahead and make fun of you about it. That's no, fine. No, that's great. That was that's the one fine. upside of him. That's yeah, exactly like good. Good on you. I don't care. Fine. Whatever. But he I mean, talk about shady. Like he um, invested in health insurance companies while like getting inside. He did complete insider 
information like or whatever. He would, fi- he would put legislation forward yeah. or he would vote on legislation that would affect insurance companies and health insurance companies and health companies, periods, hospitals, whatever. And then he would go then and based on that legislation, go move his stocks around where he knew things were going to dip and raise. So gross. I mean, how gross. Totally against the law, by the way. Right, right. Just like flying private jets to the tune of $400,000. So who replaced Tom Price? Nobody has replaced him yet. And he's been gone since the end of September. Fantastic. In fact, I'm pretty sure that most of the people that have quit have not been replaced I yet. I mean, and about, there was already about 10. empty. There was there are already empty jobs. There's no one running the administration except for the people that we see in the pictures of Trump in the office and the around the Insanity. table. Insanity. What are these? They and don't these, have any heads of any departments. Crazy. And then the ones who are still there, like Scott Pruitt, is just working hard to destroy the earth. Oh, that's what I was gonna say. Is so almost every awful person Trump had on his team is gone. Now all we need to go is... We need Scott Pruitt to go and we need Betsy DeVos to go. Well, we also need probably Kellyanne Conway. We need Kellyanne Conway. Mike Pence needs to go. Paul Ryan needs to go. (laughs) Jeff uh, Sessions Sessions needs to go. There isn't one person who should stay, honestly. uh, Trump's got to go. Yep. Mm -hmm. That's a pretty good list. Uh, Who can stay? Oh, you know what? The only person who can stay is... um, General McNasty. No, yeah, no, like no. General Ma- Mad Dog Mattis. Mad Dog Mattis. Yeah, that. Yeah, Mad Dog Mattis. Yeah. Um. Just so you can't rush. You can't rush diplomacy. <laughs> <laughs> you can't rush diplomacy. So we're working hard with North Korea. We're gonna get there. Don't worry about it. Okay. I mean, Scott Pruitt's gotta go. I kind of feel like Sarah Huckabee Sanders should stay. I'm fine with I'd like staying. to see her working I'd like to see her working on the side of good and see what would happen you know what I mean yeah I mean I'm fine with her being mean and staying I know hang up don't what next <laughs> no no thank you what did you want to say don't care don't want to even hear it good sometimes cry she to makes, your mama sometimes she makes a funny joke like where the phone will ring somebody's phone and she'll be like oh did you need to get a call so you can check your facts before you ask me this stupid question coming out of your mouth and then it'll be funny but then she'll have to hit it again and it's right. like nope don't well, hit it again amateur hour yeah, well, that's why it's like you can't do you can't be doing jokes the same joke over and over no, again. you just can't no. in the same room you just can't do it no you can't even repeat it whoever like, heard it heard no it. that's Let right it lie. that's it that's right that's right I mean, we all make that mistake but we're usually drunk and by that person i mean me but i hate when other people do it and i hate when i do it but she does it and i'm like damn it dude you had a funny joke there right you got to pretend to take that phone call so you can make sure to check the facts. Dumbass. No, thank you. Next. Oh, you're going to check to make a call? <laughs> check your facts. Stupid or, face. Or the whole audience will laugh. I mean, the whole press people will laugh. Right. be like, yeah, he had to check that. She used to reiterate. It's like, mm-mm, mm-mm. <laughs> nope, bitch. Yeah, I did check his facts. <laughs> right? <laughs> Why don't you keep checking your facts? Um... Well, we're going to finish this early and just go ahead and get to let everyone just out of this misery of this podcast. And we're going to go to So There's That. Okay, this is the part of the show where Julie has to find a so there's that moment. And what that is, is something that's happening in spite of or because of the shitty political climate. She hates doing it to the point of, I sometimes wonder if it's the actual bane, literal bane of her existence. (laughs) But many of our 14 listeners, and by that I mean probably five or six, say that this is their favorite part of the show. And that might just be because I finally shut the fuck up and let Meow Meow talk. But either way, I think it's healthy. So what do you got, bitch? 
Hate it. I hate it. Well, this week I'm going to do something a little different. Oh, really? I'm going to just read an article that Arana Rowe posted on Twitter. Because normally you take an article he posted and try to paraphrase it a bit. Well, I'll paraphrase it. Also, zhuzh up with yeah. my own thoughts. So, but you just couldn't do any effort. Just like how pretty much what you're putting no. in now. Thank you. It's a zero effort day. But she had to clean this place for me because I came here and I said, bitch, get that microwave clean, honey, because I'm not trying. I cook mm-hmm. nothing. I only microwave everything. <laughs> and I need that business, which she's like, I just don't know what exploded in there. And I'm like, you don't. And she's like, mm, cut dog food i don't know and i was like mm-hmm, well it's true you cleaned it i uh i did clean it i cleaned doesn't the apartment look clean it looks great so i'm not gonna fault you for putting in zero effort on anything <laughs> during this <laughs> i'm also like a baby i'm not i'm a tired baby you know what i mean yes when the baby oh is i know you're over- full drama you're over the top drama mm-hmm. i'm <laughs> overtired baby um so okay but here's the thing um this really did delight me. Okay, good. <clears throat> Two popular conservative Twitter personalities were just outed as Russian trolls. <laughs> I'm sure they were real popular Twitter personalities. Um, this is on Philly.com, and I got this from Iran Aro, and I just felt like it was just perfectly summed up, so I just want to read it. Good. Um, but Jenna Abrams, I love that it's like a Jewish name, was a popular figure in right-wing <laughs> social media they? circles, how dare they? boasting nearly 70,000 followers. And how did Jenna Abrams get 70,000 followers and I only have 18,000? How do we know they were real? They could have been paid by oh, other Russian true. bots. That's true. God. Abrams was featured in numerous news articles during the 2016 election, spotlighted by outlets as varied as USA Today, The Washington Post, the BBC, Yahoo Sports... Her tweet about CNN airing porn during Anthony Bourdain's show, it didn't, by the way, was reported by numerous outlets. Come this on, is Washington her tweet. Post. Um, her tweet is, you come into my country and you ask me to change our traditions because it offends you. Hashtag refugees not welcome. So it's like, ooh. But Abrams never existed. So wait, is it, am I going to, you're going to explain that a fake? According to information released by House Democrats earlier this week, Abrams was one of more than 2,750 fake Twitter accounts created by employees at the Internet Research Agency, a troll farm. I love troll farm. Oh, yeah, and that whole thing, that whole troll farm. Funded by the Russian government based in St. Petersburg, Russia. In addition to the Abrams account, several other popular conservative social media personalities at Laura Bailey, South Lone Star, 10 underscore GOP, were all revealed to be troll accounts. All have been deactivated on Twitter. According to the Daily Beast, the agency developed a following around the Abrams account by offering humorous, seemingly non-political takes on pop culture figures like Kim Kardashian. The agency also furnished the fake account, which dates back to 2014, with a personal website, a Gmail account, and even a GoFundMe page. Once the Abrams account began to develop a following... God, I wish they'd come do my social media. No shit. Troll Farm, give us a call. How are they that good at doing it? I don't know. The tone of the tweets, I mean, we should they should be our agent. Everything. They should be everything. The tone of its tweets shifted from pokes and prods at celebrities to divisive views on hot topics like immigration and segregation. <clears throat> God, they pe- set that up so early in the game. 2014, Can they were you, already laying the... Here's one. To those people who hate the Confederate flag, did you know that the flag and the war wasn't about slavery? It was all about money, the Abrams account wrote in April of 2016. The tweet quickly went viral earning rebukes from historian Kevin Cruz and Al Letson, the host of the Center for Investigative Reporting popular reveal podcast. 
These rebukes only allowed Abrams' initial message to spread even wider, which was the ultimate intention of Russia's propaganda campaign to sow dissension and increase the racial divide among America's voting populace, revealing the world's only superpower as a country in decline. Oh, my God. There was a let me say really quick. There was a thing like of the fake accounts on Facebook where it was like this picture of a Muslim woman in like a full deal. And then it was with Hillary Clinton. And it was like and it was like Hillary Clinton's arm. Oh, yeah, yeah. She's like, come and do the rally. And it was like trying to get everybody who's like obviously racist and gross and Islamophobic right. to be like fuck Hillary Clinton. She's bringing all these Muslims in here. And well, and also, a real picture, or a uh, real thing, right? Well, they also did with Hillary. But also, like she took money from Saudi Arabians. They hate women the most. How could she possibly do that as a woman? She's just deals with them. And look at her with the woman in burqa. Like they treat women the worst. And she's a woman. They tried to go down that route too. It was like, uh, uh, okay. <laughs> Why don't you go to Abu Dhabi and shut the fuck up? The tried and tested way of active measures is to use an adversary's existing weakness against himself to drive wedges into pre-existing cracks. What? What does that even mean? I think it means... Okay, so Thomas Ridd, a professor of war studies at King's College London, told PolitiFact, the more polarized the society, the more vulnerable it is. That is true. And America in 2016, of course, was highly polarized with lots of cracks to drive wedges into. But not old wedges... Improved high-tech wedges, but not old wedges, improved high-tech wedges that allowed the Kremlin's operatives to attack their target faster, more reactively, and a far larger scale than ever before. They used our own social media against us. right. And we deserve it because it's filled with douchebags. Yes, uh, absolutely. And, And they got, they, you know, it's like me. I get, I get, I get um, easily baited by somebody saying something shitty to me and oh, I'll get enough. I'm already baited. We are all so easily baited. And right now, no, don't say we are all because I don't. Not you, but fine. 80%. Obviously, look what's happened to the country. So everybody on Facebook. And even like with everything that's going on, even just look, I wouldn't even, don't even look at Republicans. Look at progressive people. You can't even say fucking one word without somebody being offended. So I was talking about them. Yeah, exactly. Pamela Moore, another popular online personality during the 2016 election who tweeted using the handle at Pamela underscore Moore 13, was also created in the same Russian troll factory with the same basic mission to sow division and heighten racial tension among Americans. Unlike the Abrams account, which went out of its way to say it wasn't pro-Trump, nearly all of Moore's tweets leading up to the election appeared to have crafted to support Trump's campaign. Among the account's most widely shared posts leading up to the election were tweets repeating lies and conspiracy theories about Democratic presidential candidate Hillary Clinton and pushing themes of Trump's campaign, including the anti-refugee post that was shared more than 4,700 times. That is so embarrassing. Ugh. I just can't stand it. I can't stand it. I can't stand that they're sitting in St. Petersburg using American like identities and talking about Kim Kardashian mm-hmm. to like get everyone to like barely pay attention. I just can't believe it worked. It's just gross. And Meanwhile, just, like everyone should shut their Facebook off. It, right. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just feel like it comes back but to that. But also like how and from a country whose people are star are just like not being able to work, gays is illegal. You have gays. a you have a gays cre- is illegal. You have a mafia as an administration, like. But you're in a troll factory, fucking up our elect. I just, it's what the. So just, how did they get found out? Anyway, so I mean, basically, did they say how they found them out? It doesn't say how they found them out. It doesn't. It does not. 
I wonder how the truth was revealed, Iran Arrow. We'll, we'll find out how the truth was revealed. I'll do some research and find out. But the fact of the matter is, now they know that. And that's all, that is... I don't know what else you need to know. It's like the social media was used against us. It's a fact. There's a troll factory. We've got the dossier. Well, Facebook Everything and in Russia Twitter are in a court. And like, they're a court. Yeah. Exactly. Everything is blowing up. Every single thing. And it's like, let's, hey, there's a church shooting once a week. Everybody's losing their minds. And now we know. It's like the facts and the are truth there. about so- social media is being fucking revealed. Yes. Stop being so basic and getting involved in conversations with basement. We always called them basement dwelling cyclops. Right. They actually are. They're yeah, in they a really are. In St. Petersburg. Probably every single dumb idiot who was like race baiting that bitch Leslie Jones from um, Ghostbusters. Oh my Half God. those probably, probably fucking trolls. They probably were. Causing uh, causing Americans to fight over what? We would never fight over that stuff. You're not going to go on yeah. b- b- yelling racial slurs at her because she's in Ghostbusters. Right. There is plenty shit to talk about that dumb piece of shit movie. <laughs> Most of which is that it wasn't funny and right. everyone in it should be ashamed. Right. And none of it is racial. That's right. That's right. And that they're sitting there like... We're in the we're like in an, we're like in that movie Saw where there's somebody we're all in a room where biting the, like cutting our own faces off and eating eyeballs and have fighting you, and killing like anything you'd ever I watch. would never watch that. Okay. But I mean I've seen the but you trailer. Know what it's it's on, you know yeah, the concept. I get it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And we're doing it and we're we're but we're not controlling it. We're actually in the rooms doing it and that is pathetic. Very. It's Im- really embarrassing. It's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. So there's that. That's it for this episode of Dumb Gay Politics. Thank you guys for listening. Don't forget to subscribe to our Patreon podcast. It's better than this one, maybe. This one was obviously, this particular episode was awful. I hope Casey, my hairstylist, who was going to listen, I hope this isn't the one she chose (laughs) of all of the stupid idiot ones. Um, Casey, it'll be better next week. Please believe. Um, So go to our Patreon.com slash Dumb Gay Politics. Sign up, pay $1 a week for a whole extra non-political hour of podcasting fun. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> also uh, uh, don't forget about our live show on November 14th at the Hollywood Improv Lab buy your tickets now if you think you're going to make t- make it to the show because you know it could sell out you don't want to go to the door and be turned away and uh, so get online right now hollywood.improv.com follow the you know ticket for tickets to the lab and you'll find us on November um, 14th on November 14th and it might sell out Lauren Savon is a big draw that's true so we have Lauren Savon and she's also hosting a huge march in LA the weekend before or two days before about sexual harassment in the workplace so we'll be attending that too and telling everyone about the live show and telling everyone about the live show and we're gonna you know I'm gonna have my shirt on this is hashtag um it hasn't happened yet to me good but that's so (laughs) untrue I harass you every second um lauren savon's on fire and she's not canceling therefore i can't cancel so it's on and you know what you don't want to wait to get your tickets at the door it's been real and it's been fun <laughs> but mostly it's been gay and uh uh-huh it's all shit it's all just dumb gay politics america has gotten kind of whack but we're not gonna let it go down like that because we got a dumb gay podcast a dumb gay political podcast we probably don't have all the facts but we got opinions and we'll probably backtrack that's why it's a dumb gay podcast a dumb gay political podcast
bullshit, it's all shit. Ooh, it's all shit, it's all shit. I mean, are we gonna die? I don't know. I, I, you're extreme, I am extreme. It's all shit, uh uh, this shit is bananas. B A A A A S, this shit is trumpanas. T R U M P A N A N A S. What? I don't know. I don't even know.